praise the Lord tonight. God bless you um, as we come tonight for Bible study, uh, Wednesday night Bible study. We praise God for it. Praise God for you, um, for those who are here, those who are coming, and those who will watch later, um, and those who can't watch but want to. Um, we just praise God for all of you. Amen. Um, God is good. Amen. Uh, the scriptures declare God is good, which is fine, um, but we have to declare that God is good. Amen. 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 Um, and so we we bless the Lord tonight. David said, "Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits." Amen. For the Lord has done great things for us, whereof we are glad amen marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well amen yeah so we praise god for that amen we just praise god for for the lord and for his goodness tonight amen and so um praying that you're having a good week i don't know about you but i want my hour back <laughs> me too i know it's all i know it's wednesday and and they turn the clocks ahead Saturday night and everything else. And I should be over it by now, but I'm not. I want my hour back. Hey. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I need that extra hour of sleep. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Um, I guess we got to wait to what? October? November? October. Amen. Um, I'll see if I can last that long. I don't know. Amen. I might have to do some fasting and praying to get my hour back. Amen. But uh, <laughs> we praise God um, uh, for the, I guess it's just the cycles of life, right? Mm -hmm. You know, every year. Um, move ahead, go back, whatever. But yeah, I wish I could get my hour back. But praise God, we do have this hour. And Amen. we're praying that um, the Lord will speak to us at this hour and, and give us what we need. And so tonight, um, we're going to, um, let's turn together to 1 Samuel chapter 30. 1 Samuel chapter 30. Um, want to um, talk a little bit more about what we touched on last week, and that is building, building up our hope. Building up our hope. Um, again, this is all about living in faith. We've been talking about that all year. We're going to keep talking until God says stop. Because, you know, again, this is how we're supposed to live. So important that we get past sort of the churchy stuff of we know some word. We know enough to write about it. We know enough to talk about it. We know enough to, you know, post some stuff about it. But the real key about the word of God is knowing enough to live by it. Amen. <laughs> that's, that's the key. That's the real key. Mm -hmm. That that that's that's the that's the key to freedom, and 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 that's the key to deliverance, and that's the key to victory, and to overcoming, is 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 not writing it, posting it, you know, all those types of things, but it's living it, yeah. amen. Because mm -hmm. that that's that's where the power lies, and so uh, we're going to continue to to do this as the Lord directs us, and so. Tonight we're in 1 Samuel chapter 30, and um, let's look at it together. Let's read verses 1 through 6 in 1 Samuel 
chapter 30. And it says, And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag, and smitten Ziklag, and burned it with fire, and had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city, and behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives were taken captives, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spake of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Amen. Amen. Let's pray tonight. Father, we bless your yes, name. Father. We thank you, God, for just the reading of your word. Yes, we thank you, God, that the entrance of your word brings light. Father, yes. light, revelation, we believe is ours tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Continue to speak now from heaven, yes, O oh God. Father. Father, speak into our very situations and circumstances. Unlock every closed door, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Yes, and Father God, uh, guide us by your precious spirit into the truth that truly makes us free. Father, we bless you right now. Uh, for changed lives. We yes, thank you right now, O oh God, for new beginnings and fresh starts. And Father God, we call it done by faith in the name of Jesus. Yes, bless everyone God. under the sound of my voice. And Father God, just uh, bless me as I humble myself under your hand uh, to do your will tonight. And Father, may you receive all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor. Father, we love you and give it to you now. In Jesus' name, in Jesus name. amen. 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 So praise God. So we're talking about building up our hope. Uh, we started with this last week. And last week we looked at Hannah. Uh, we were also in 1 Samuel last week, right? We were looking at, at Hannah in, in the first chapter. And, you know, we know the story of Hannah where she couldn't have children. But Penina, Penina, however you want to pronounce her name, um, the second wife of Elkanah, who had children would taunt her year after year and yes. and and Hannah um you know because of the shame associated with not bearing children and because of the taunting um she had gotten to the point where she was really distressed depressed couldn't eat wouldn't eat um and even when she went to the house of the Lord uh we saw there that Eli uh when he saw Hannah mouth moving she was praying but she yes. was so much mm -hmm. in anguish that she her mouth was moving but no words were coming out that he thought she was drunk and he chastised her put away your wine and she said i'm not drunk uh, i'm just pouring out my heart to the lord and then he changed course and said well then the lord be with you and she yes. was encouraged and um and then she went home, the scriptures say, and she was no longer sad. Nothing had changed in her life yet on the outside, but she was no longer sad. Why? Because she had some encouragement 
that filled her with hope. Yes. And so we were talking last, uh, you know, last week that for Hannah, in terms of building up hope, building up our hope, like Hannah, we find ourselves in sometimes some very challenging situations. Yes. And Hannah pushed past her pain in order to get to God, right? Um, you know, it, the scripture said that, you know, year after year, they would go to Shiloh to worship. And it said once she, you know, when they were at Shiloh, she got up and she went to the house of the Lord. She did something different, right? She got to a point where, you know, she was going year after year and she's in the same situation. And she said, you know what? I'm not eating tonight. I'm not sitting here at this table. I'm going into the house of the yes. Lord. And and so that's what we say. Sometimes we have to do something different. We can't always do the same things. But also, too, the important thing was she pushed past her pain to get before God. And then she got encouragement from the Lord. And that filled her with hope yes. that yes. her situation was going to change. And she ended up having a son. And so we talked about last week. You know, some of the definitions and things like faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. But we said, you know, if we could use something that maybe is a little bit, little bit more manageable for us, mm -hmm. that we could think of faith of acting or living as if the promises of God are true. Yes. That's really what faith is. If God said, by the stripes of Jesus, you are healed, then faith in that situation is acting and living like the healed and not the sick, yes. right? Mm -hmm. uh, when when God says you can do, you know, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, faith is saying I can right. and I will, mm -hmm. right? Uh, right? And not saying I can't or I won't, right? Because right? uh, it's acting as if the promises of God are true. And then we said hope, that hope is the confident expectation that God will do what he said, mm -hmm. right? And it's so important to have hope. And, and, and this life wants to strip us of hope. And the devil wants to strip us of hope. And people sometimes purposely or sometimes not purposely will will strip us of hope yes. as well. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the devil understands something. If we have no hope, right? Because right, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Well, if there's nothing being hoped for, right. then faith has nothing to do. Right, because <laughs> right? I mean, right? it gives substance to the hope, right? But but if there's no hope, then faith has nothing to do, and so we have to have so the faith and hope go hand in hand. We have to have hope. We have to have that confident expectation that God's going to do as He said, because then if He does, then our faith gives substance to that hope, because now we start to live that way, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not just words. It's not just a thought. It's now in action, right? Um, and so tonight we we're, we're looking in First Samuel chapter thirty as we continue to talk about building up our hope, and and this story of of, of David uh, and, uh, and and Ziklag and he coming back to Ziklag. I, I want to say this at the outset: it is absolutely fantastic to and and, and a blessing to to have. Uh, people in your life who can give you encouragement, yes, right, mm -hmm. and and give you the type of encouragement to help you maintain your hope or to restore your hope if it was starting to wane. Yes. It is a blessing of God to have people in your life who can do that for you. 
But people aren't perfect. Right. And people, um, you know, we, we all are, are, are limited and, 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 you know, we're frail and we have failings mm -hmm. and we all go through this thing called life. And so even though you may have some people in your life who are real blessings, who will, who can encourage you, keep going, girl, keep going, man, you know, encourage you in the word, you know, tell you some things that help you to, to, to persevere. Sometimes they won't be able to do it right? because sometimes life will get them down. That's true. Sometimes life will take them away. You know what I mean? Sometimes they're not on their A game. And, you know, and like, no, I feel like, I really don't feel like hearing that today. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because just being a human being it doesn't make them bad. It's just life and it's just being a human being. And so, you know, we can't always, you know, even when you have people in your life like that, they won't always be there. Right. And so it's good. And it's a blessing to have people in your life who can encourage you in your hope when you need it. Yes. It's a blessing. Yes. And, and if you have people like that in your life, you need to lift up your hands yes. and thank God for them. Mm -hmm. Because they are a blessing. That's a good. But what's better than that is being able, as David did here, to encourage yourself. Mm -hmm. Because people won't always be with you. But here's a truth that can't be denied. You will always be with you, right. <laughs> right? Wherever you are, you are, right? So if you, if you are able to encourage yourself in the Lord, then that is truly a blessing because when folk aren't around and there are going to be times when they won't be or can't be, right. you're not left with nothing at your disposal. You yet have something that you can tap into so that you can get the encouragement that you need yes. to Amen. rekindle your hope. Amen. And now one of the things, you know, I, 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 I sense sometimes when you say to people, you know, you can do it. It can be received in two ways. It can be received in a way as if, you know, someone is trying to say to you or to a person that you're not doing enough. So you should do it. Mm -hmm. And so it could be taken almost as a negative. And that's not how it's being offered. Let me say this. I, I believe something. Glory to God. I, I believe that, that, that the word of God, and I know this, and you know it, the word of God is powerful. <laughs> right? The writer of Hebrews says that, right? The word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. The word of God is powerful. And, and so having the opportunity, what a blessing to have the opportunity to share the word of God. Yeah. For me, I view it as a blessing, as a privilege, as an honor to share the word of God with anybody. Mm -hmm. I don't know who I'm speaking to. I could just be speaking to that what that phone, that camera, right? And nobody could be on the side. I don't know, right? I, and, and you you know, I said it plenty of times, yeah. I will preach to a chair. I don't care. You know, we open up the doors of the church and only the only thing there are the chairs, chairs gonna get preached to today. They they're gonna be some they're gonna be some word filled chairs right there, boy. 
Because <laughs> I'm a piece of the chair. I don't care. Because the word of God is just wonderful. And, and it's a privilege and it's an honor and it's a blessing to share the word of God. But, and, but here's the thing. when To share it with a person and to share it with people mm-hmm. is, is every time, every single time, there's an opportunity to empower. Yes. And, and that just gets me excited. It's an opportunity to empower someone because the word of God is powerful. And so the opportunity to share this powerful word presents an opportunity to empower someone to 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 live higher, to live better, to to break chains, to 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 overcome obstacles, to 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 carry on, to carry through, to get victory, to 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 overcome, right? To 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 just live the kind of life yes. that God wants them to have. Amen. And so that's a blessing. And so when I'm saying, you know, it's better to encourage yourself, I say it from the place of empowerment. Mm-hmm. Not not from a place of condemnation and you should be doing more. No, no, no. But from a place of empowerment, because the idea is this. If no one is around and you, because of something that God is sharing through us, is able to encourage yourself when you need some encouragement, Mm -hmm. then praise be to God, the devil going to have to go somewhere else today because he ain't getting you. You know what I mean? And and now where he thought he had you because he made sure no one was around you, you say, devil, you still a liar. You still a defeated foe because I'm going to encourage myself in the Lord. And if we can help someone get to that point, then glory be to God. Amen. Uh, Glory be to God. So it's said from a point of encouragement and empowerment, right? That we can encourage ourselves in the Lord. Now let's look, let's think about David's situation. David was with King Achish in Gath, one of the Philistine cities that he was running from Saul. Mm -hmm. And he ran to a Philistine city because he knew Saul wouldn't go there to come after him. And so David was out in the, with the Philistines and he was acting as if he was now done with Saul and done with mm-hmm. Israel and he was now aligned with the Philistines. But he wasn't. He was just running from Saul. And, you know, David went out and he, you know, he raided some places and stuff and he came back and he told King Achish that he was, that he was raiding his own people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he wasn't, right? Um, but he just said that. And then King Achish said, okay, we're going out against against your people, and we want you to come with us. And David said, okay, I'm, I'm down. Right? I'm just paraphrasing. I'm down, right? And then, so he was in a bad spot now. Because mm-hmm. now he had to, he said, he said, yeah, he said, now he told King Achish, you'll see which, for yourself what I can do. But he was in a bad spot. Right. Because now, he, if he goes out against his people, how's that going to be, right? right? Knowing that he's the next king of Israel. But if he didn't go against the people, then King Achish and the Philistines would know that he really was playing them. Right. Right. So he was in a bad spot. But God stepped in. Yeah. And 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 the leaders, some of the leaders of the uh, of the of the of the Philistines said, We don't want him coming with us. Mm-hmm. Because we think he's gonna turn on us. And King Achish said, No, he's not gonna turn on us. They said, Nah, we he said, Isn't this the one they used to they said Saul killed his thousands, but David killed his ten thousands? That's the same one, right? We don't want him coming with us. And so King Achish said, Look, the men don't want you coming with us. Yes. You've been good and everything, but go on home. The the grace of God. Yeah. You see what I mean? You ever been in a tight spot that you didn't know how you were gonna get out of? 
right? Yeah. Oh, but for the great, but God's grace, amen. God's favor can move in and make ways out of no ways. That's not just a saying. Because mm -hmm. David was in a place where he had no way out. Yeah. Right? Because if he went against the people, he would have been wrong. And then if he didn't go against the people, he was going to be toast because the Philistines would <laughs> yes. know mm -hmm. that he was not being sincere. Right. right? So he had no way out. But God. Yeah. But God moved. I'm so glad for that for the grace of God that Amen. he is a way maker. When you think it's glory to God, somebody tonight, you're thinking there's no way out. There's a way out. Amen. Yes. There is Amen. a way out Amen. of your situation. You may think there's no way out, but God can do it. Amen. The grace of God, the God can move on people's hearts. He can move people around. He can move situations around and, 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 and make it something that seems like there's no way he can make a way. Amen. So be encouraged. Amen. If, if, if devil whispering in your ear, there's no way out. Tell him, man, you need to read the word. My God is a way maker. Amen. 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 He's a way maker. And so David, you know, Achish told him, go on back. Mm -hmm. And, and, and because he was in, the, he was, a, he was, a, he's with the Philistines. The Bible says he was with the Philistines for a year and four months. Mm -hmm. And Achish had given him Ziklag to live in. Mm -hmm. So he was there. His men were there. Their wives, their children, all they had was in Ziklag. Yes. And so he comes back after this and he comes to Ziklag and finds it burned with fire, yeah. burned to the ground. His wives and all the men, all their wives were taken, mm -hmm. all their children were taken, all their possessions were taken. Mm -hmm. their, their home in, this, in the city was destroyed. Mm -hmm. and, and they said the men were crying so much that they couldn't cry anymore, right? They had no more power to weep. And, but it got worse for David because the men then said, it's his fault. Right. They wanted to kill David. So here's, here's David. Could it get any worse, right? He's running from Saul. His, his whole family's taken. The whole city is taken. Everything's burned. Everything's lost. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, the men were blaming him and want to kill him. Yeah. Right? And that's where he finds himself. And every man's discouraged. But it said, but David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things I want to you know share with you tonight is just like Hannah who showed us the, the importance of pushing past your pain and getting to God in order to get that hope that you need mm -hmm. to ignite your faith and give, and, and give your faith something to work on. David had to get past all of these things in real time because mm -hmm. this is happening in real time for him. And he had a decision to make. What am I going to do? And David's decision was, I'm going to encourage myself in the Lord. Now, I don't know if he actually said that. Right. I don't believe he said that, but he did that, right? And and we want to talk about what that means, but but the bottom line is he encouraged himself. Yes. And look at it. He had nobody who was going to encourage him. Right. And so if he wasn't able to encourage himself, what would have happened to David in this situation? I believe he would have been overcome. Yes. By yeah. all that was going on. But instead, he looked to God and found encouragement. And, and then here's the thing. 
he he go, he he goes to God. Let's let's read this a little bit more. So he in verse seven, it says he he goes to the priest and he asked the priest to bring the ephod, and and Abiathar brought it to David. And David verse eight inquired of the Lord and said, "Shall I pursue after this troop?" Now let's just stop there. When we say David encouraged himself in the Lord, right? That's what it says in verse six. And then in verse seven, it said he went to the priest. Right. Right. And then he wanted he wanted the priest to bring the ephod, right? In other words, he wanted to inquire of God. Right. See, see. So, so when we think about encouraging ourselves, right? Hannah did it. She got encouragement. She didn't know because that's what's going on. But David, when he encouraged himself, how did he do it? He went by saying, not looking at men. He went to God. Yes. So if you and I are going to encourage ourselves, know where we have to go? We have to go mm -hmm. to God. We have to, in, in the midst of that situation, in the midst of that pain, everybody turning their back on us, no one wanting to be, people blaming us for, for things, right? We have to turn to God. And when he went to God, he asked the Lord. He didn't go to God crying. Come on, come on. Mm. He didn't go to God crying about his situation. Right. How many times when we do go to God, mm -hmm. we treat God like he's like heaven's complaint department. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And I'm not saying that you can't let out your complaints to God. But that shouldn't be the only way we're communicating to God. Yeah. Complaining about what's going on in our life. Complaining about how somebody's treating us. Complaining that nobody's helping us. Nobody's listening to us. Our money is too short. Our bills are too tall. You know what I mean? It just that's God's not only there to be hearing our complaints. Amen. Amen. Um, David had reason to complain. Notice I said yes. reason, not right. He had a reason to complain. But yes. he didn't do it. Amen. Right? He, he went to God and he sought his wisdom. He sought his counsel. Yeah. He sought his guidance. Right? He said, shall I pursue after this troop? Yes. Glory to God. Shall I overtake them? And God answered him and said, pursue, but thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail recover all. So then David took his men, and, and he had 600 men, and he took his men, mm -hmm. and and uh, they went and they, and they pursued. But 200 of his men were so tired, they couldn't go on. So 400 men went with him. And then in verse 11, the grace of God is showing himself again. And it says in verse 11, and they found an Egyptian in the field. I love that. An Egyptian in the field. Mm -hmm. They found an Egyptian in the field. And it so happened that this Egyptian was a slave of an Amalekite. And he had gotten sick. Mm -hmm. And so the Amalekites just left him. They were cruel. They just left him. Yeah. Right? But see, what, what people mean for bad, God turns for good. So David and his men come across this Egyptian in the field, and they say, where are you coming from? And he said, I'm a slave of the Amalekite. He said, where you been? He said, we've been here, we've been there, we've been there, and we burned Ziklag. Yeah. And David said, oh, you were with them that burned Ziklag? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And they fed him first because he was tired. He hadn't eaten in three days. So they, they gave him water. They gave right. him food. They gave him mm-hmm. some raisins and stuff. They fed him. He got his strength back. And he told him, yeah, yeah, I was with them that burned Ziklag. He said, oh. He said, can you take us to the people who burned Ziklag? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, if you promise me that you're not going to kill me and you're not yeah. going to turn me over to them, I'll bring you to the men. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, he brought him to the men. But here you see God once again. You know, yeah. they found an Egyptian in the field. Man, God made sure they that God put that, that Egyptian across their path. Yeah. That's what I love mm-hmm. about God. God is orchestrating right now somebody to come across your path that you need. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Somebody that you need, somebody to grant you the interview, somebody to grant you the favor, somebody to 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 to, to help you get your kid into college, whatever the case may be. God is moving even now to make sure you find an Egyptian in the field. You know what I mean? There's someone that you need to talk to, someone you need to hear from. I praise God for the Egyptians in the field, amen? Because God will will make sure that there's people that he's going to place that strategically your paths will cross, Mm -hmm. amen? And, And some people will call it luck. Some people will call it coincidence, but they don't know our God. That's our God moving, and it's the grace of God operating in our lives. So so they bring them to the men, and they come down, and and it tells that they they essentially, they they destroyed these men, right? They killed, you know, some of the men got away, but they they fought them uh, from one night to the next night, and they just really annihilated him. And so you look at verse 17, it says, David smote them from the twilight even until the evening of the next day, and there escaped not a man of them save 400 young men which rode upon camels and fled. And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives. And there was nothing lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor anything that they had taken to them. David recovered all. Glory to God in heaven. David got everything back. But how did he do it? Where did it start? Because when when the situation was so set against him, Mm -hmm. David didn't flow with the negative tide. Instead, he he said to himself, right, that he had to do something about it. And what did he do? He ended up encouraging himself in God. And how did he do that? By seeking out God. Mm-hmm. Right? By seeking out God. And so, like Hannah and like David, when, it, when, it, when we talk about building up our hope, we have the ability, even if no one else is speaking words of kindness or words of encouragement to us, we can encourage ourselves. Yes. And that's an empowering thing. Yes. And this is not to say that now you and I should walk around saying, well, I don't need nobody. No, no, no. God created us to need community, to need yes. family, mm-hmm. right? So we're not going to go that far. It's just saying that those times when life inevitably takes people away or keeps them away, you yet have within yourself the ability to build up your hope. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. That's all this is about. It's an empowering thing to say, great to have people who can do it. Even better that when they're not around, you still have the ability mm-hmm. to encourage yourself. How do you do it? You push past the pain as as Hannah did. You push past all the discouragement like David did. And you seek out 
God. Yes. And God can encourage you. Now, I want, because God encouraged David. Because mm -hmm. David said, you know, should I go after this troop? This is a man of war. His instinct, I'm sure, was to go chase after folk. Mm -hmm. But he said, God, what should I do? And isn't that something? That's mm -hmm. a lesson even right there. That even in your place of strength, you need to have humility. Oh, yeah. Right? Because David's a man of war. Mm -hmm. But here's this man of war who just got invaded, invaded by enemies. And even though he's expert at war, and I'm sure all his instincts told him, go get back what, what has been taken from you. Even though that was his strength of being a man of war, he yet had humility yes. and said to yes. the Lord, should I seek after, should I pursue this truth? Yes. And so that's something for us to keep in mind. Even in your area of strength, maintain humility, right? You know, it, it, you may be a great public speaker, but every time before you speak, make sure you ask the Lord to word your mouth. Yes. Don't just go, well, I know how to speak now. I mean, I've been doing this for 10 years. See, no, no, no. It's your strength, but maintain humility in the area of your strength. Yes. Um, and so David did that. And God encouraged him by saying, yes, you should pursue. And then he said, because you're going to get everything back, right? Yes. He said, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. How many yes. of you know that's some encouragement right there? Amen. <laughs> right. And so now David's hope has been rekindled. Now, I want to read something in your hearing. This is um, from Habakkuk uh, chapter 3 verse 17 through 19. And it says this, it says, Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Yes. The God is my strength. He will make my feet like deer's feet, and he will make me walk on my high heels. High heels. Now, I like that because what this is saying, what Habakkuk was saying here, he said, listen, even though there may not be any figs blooming on the tree, and there's no fruit on the vines, and the olives aren't growing in the groves and, and the mm -hmm. field is not yielding any food and my flock is cut off and there's not any herd in the, in the stalls. He said, even though all this stuff is, is, is going against me, he said, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Yes. And see, that's the thing about this, that, that this, this idea of encouraging yourself is in the face of adversity. Mm -hmm. The same way David was and the same way Hannah was. They're facing adversity. David encouraged himself in God. He went to God and he prayed. Habakkuk is saying, even though I have all this adversity, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. And is that tough? Oh, yes, it is. Amen. I mean, mm -hmm. when, when you're going through it, this is not something you can just say, okay, I'm going to do it. And I'm not saying it that way because I've lived too long. And no, it's not that easy. Yes. Life is hard, Jack. And there are times when, you know, all you want to do is stay in the bed. You just want to yeah. pull the covers over. Yeah. You don't want, right? We don't have to play and play a game like, oh, well, when you have bad times, just rejoice in the Lord. No, it ain't no, no just nothing. <laughs> this is hard stuff right here. It is. 
And I'm not trying to make it seem like it's not. But just because it's hard doesn't mean we shouldn't do it. And just because it's hard doesn't mean it's impossible. impossible. Right? Mm -hmm. It's just hard. But we can do it. Amen? Yes. Uh, we can do this. Because he's talking about all these things being against him. But he said, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Yes. Amen? And, and, and that's the thing. It's, it's about doing it in the face of adversity. You know what I mean? Not shrinking from adversity. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, but 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 rising to the occasion. You know, I love what it says about the children of Israel. It said, "The more the Egyptians afflict them, yes. afflicted them, the more they grew." You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, see, sometimes the affliction can either destroy you or it can be your growth agent. It can Amen. help you to grow, right? But it all comes to to our response to the affliction, our response to the adversity, right? Um, you know. Uh, what the psalmist said, it was good that the Lord has afflicted me. You know what I mean? That Because through some of the affliction and through some of the adversity and pain, yes. if we go through it the right way, we can grow. And part of the right way is pushing through it and rejoicing in the Lord. Now, can we say something about rejoicing in the Lord for a second? Because rejoicing in the Lord doesn't necessarily mean that you have the biggest praise party on the block. Sometimes rejoicing in the Lord is just simply saying, God, I bless you because you're good. Yes. Even when, like, Ed, you got the weight of the world on your shoulders, but you just take time to acknowledge the goodness of God. Yes. You don't have to be yelling and screaming and doing your dance. And all that. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's not that. You know, it, it could just be simply lifting up your hand and say, Lord, I thank you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, you know, just just giving him praise where you are. And, right, it, 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 it doesn't have to, it, there's no formula, you know. Amen. But, but, but you push past the situation and you put your focus on God, right? You know, uh, uh, Isaiah said in 26 and 3, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you Amen. because he trusts in you. You know what I mean? So it's about being able to put your mind and your eyes and your focus on God yes. in spite of. Amen. amen. And just giving him praise. Um, you know, and, and, and you know, uh, as, as, as Habakkuk talks about all these things against me, but yet I will rejoice in the Lord. You can't help but remember that the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yes. Right? And so that rejoicing in God actually... I don't know how the Lord does it, but He fills you with strength, mm -hmm. right? You're down in the dumps, but you find a way to lift up your hands yes. and give Him praise. You find a way to lift up your hands and give Him glory, and, and, and then you get a supernatural energy, yes. right? And then you open up yourself to hear now from heaven, right? And maybe now God tells you, do such and such a thing because you shall surely recover all, yes. like he said to David. Or it's not going to end this way or whatever. And now you have an encouragement. Mm -hmm. Now you say, I encourage myself, but really all glory to God, right? Yes. But, but, but the thing is, you allow God to speak unto you by not shriveling up, but instead, right? Yes. Jeremiah 17 and 7, it says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. Right? That confident expectation. Verse 8 says, For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters 
which spread out its root, roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes, but his leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. Once again, we see that those who are hoping in the Lord, as it says in verse 8, it says that that person is not going to fear when heat comes. See, just because you rejoice in the Lord doesn't mean that life is a is is is, is a bowl of cherries, right? Right? Heat's yeah. gonna come, right? But but what's gonna happen? It says that 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 man who's who's or that woman is not gonna fear when heat comes, right? Mm -hmm. But the leaf will be green, and in the year of drought, you're still going to yield fruit. So you're gonna go through heat. You're gonna go through drought. Yes. Yeah. Right. In other mm -hmm. words, life still comes. Yeah. Right, mm -hmm. and the tough things of life, but if we're hoping in God, then when the heat comes, we don't fear. When drought comes, we're still productive. Yes, right. That's why you know when 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 they start talking about you know the economy, when the experts are talking about the economy and the stock market going down, the economy going down, if for a person in God. Mm -hmm. What's that got to do with me? Yes. Right? Because when drought comes, you still will be producing fruit. Mm -hmm. You see? Um, but but that comes from the person whose hope, it says in verse 7, is in the Lord. Yes. Whose expectation, whose confident expectation is saying things like, God's going to help me. God's going to be there for me. Yes. It's like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We're not bowing down to you, to this, to this statue that you mm -hmm. made on Nebuchadnezzar. Mm -hmm. Our God's going to save us. I'll throw you in the furnace. You can throw us in the furnace. Our God is going to save yes. us. Mm -hmm. See, that's confident expectation. That's a hope. And what happened? They get thrown in the furnace. Three men. And they look. We threw three men in there. But there's a fourth man in there. Mm -hmm. And he's walking with them. Yeah. And he looks like the son of God. Come on, somebody. Yeah. See, when you have that confident expectation and it's in the Lord, oh, the Lord shows up. He shows up in the fire. Come on, somebody. Yeah. He shows up in the midst mm -hmm. of the situation. And that's what he did for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And God is no respecter of person. If he did it for them, he'll do it for us too. Amen? Mm -hmm. Amen. The same David who, um, the same David who we see in uh, 1 Samuel 30, in Psalm 16, in Psalm 16, David wrote this psalm. And in, in Psalm 16 and 8, David said, I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Yeah. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh shall also rest in hope. See, David is able to have this hope, right? Why? Mm -hmm. Because he says, I've set the Lord before me. In other words, I'm always looking to God. Yes. Amen. When you set the Lord before you, that means that's like that's like me. This is a bottle of water. If I set this bottle of water before me, mm -hmm. it's like this. You know what I mean? And so David is saying, I've set God before me. Yes. In other words, yes. that's where I look. Yes. As I go through my life, I look at God. Yes. I don't look at people. Oh, glory to God in heaven. 
My wife know how I feel about this one. <laughs> right? Yes. I always say, don't look but at people. people. Amen. Yeah. People will mess people you up. Everything. <laughs> Amen. Don't look at people. Right? I'm not looking at people. I'm not looking at situations. I'm not looking at bank accounts. I'm not looking at, at news reports and all the rest. I'm not, I'm not saying don't look. When I say don't look, you know what I mean? I'm not looking at it as if that's the final story. I'm not right. looking at it as if that's speaking to me and telling me what my testimony is going to be. No, I'm looking to God. That's yes. what David was saying. Amen. I set the Lord before me. And he said, because he's at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Right? Things going to come in my life, but I'm not going to be moved. I'm not going to be shaken. Why? Amen. Because I'm going to rest in what? In hope. In a confident expectation. Glory to God. Amen. And so when we talk about then encouraging ourselves in the Lord, we can see from David, see from Hannah, even see from Habakkuk. It's, it's about rejoicing in God, looking to God, going to God, and allowing God to be God in your life, right? To speak into your life, to, to give you guidance and give you direction. Uh, it, it, allowing God to lead you to find the Egyptian in yes, the field. Yes, Amen. Yes. Uh, obeying God. And, and, and believing that, you know, that that he's true and that he has your best interests at heart and he right, he loves you with an everlasting love. And so you can fully trust in him as he tells you to go to the left or to the right, to go forward or go back, um, that, that you can trust him and you can see the goodness of God come to pass in your life. And so to encourage ourselves in the Lord or to build up our hope, our hope is in God. Amen. Yes. That's where our hope is. Our hope is in God. And so when we need to encourage ourselves, we have to go to the source of our Amen. hope. Amen. Mm -hmm. And we go to God. Don't go to your friends complaining. Don't get into a pity party. You know what I mean? And, you know, we all have our pity party sometimes, don't we? Yes. Amen. Mm -hmm. Some of us put up some great invitations too, man. I mean, some, <laughs> some of the, <laughs> Amen. I don't know about you, but I got some fancy invitations to pity parties in my life. <laughs> man, they were fancy, man. <laughs> they were all dressed up and stuff. So sometimes we could go all out. We have our pity party. So every now and then we can have one. Look, that's okay. All right? We're human. But don't make a habit of that. Amen. Amen. Um, you know, um, better is to forego the pity party and press through and get to your source of hope, Amen. which is in God. Um. And just press through. And then once you get there, you know, pour out your heart like Hannah. Amen. Pour out mm -hmm. your heart like Hannah. Uh, once you get in the presence of God, you know, inquire of him like David did. Lord, what should I do? I'm in a mess right now. Amen. I'm, I'm in a bad way. What should I do? Uh, or like, you know, once you get there, be like a barker and just lift up your hands and say, God, I yes. praise you anyhow. Yes. Amen. Amen. I mean, glory to God. I remember when, when we lost Joseph, you know, and praising God. I mean, it was the hardest thing, thing to, to do. do. But it was it, it was something that, but my soul didn't know what else to do, man. You know what I mean? I, like, I couldn't now all of a sudden, it, as bad as that situation was, I couldn't now come to the conclusion that God still wasn't good. Right. And so my soul just like, I still had to praise God. Amen. Yes. 
And so, you know, this is real stuff. You know, this is not just some, you know, I know it's Wednesday, but this is not some Sunday school lesson. You know what I mean? Amen. This is not just, you know, we, we just saying some stuff. So, no, forget all that. This is about living. This is about living life and, and, and triumphing over the difficulties of life. Amen. Amen. And it's not easy, but it's possible. And and is and, and we and we find encouragement from the scriptures. In fact, Romans fifteen and four. Praise God for this. Romans fifteen and four. I love this scripture because it it it, it lets us know. It it, it 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 highlights the importance of us staying in our word. Amen. Um, Romans fifteen and four says, "For whatsoever things were written aforetime." written before, right? Um, were written for our learning that we through patience and the comfort of the scriptures mm -hmm. might have what? Hope. Mm -hmm. So so part of part of encouraging ourselves in God is pressing through and getting before God, but also don't forget this word, man. Mm -hmm. Stay in this word, right? Because this word has been written for our learning that we through the patience, I love this, through the patience and comfort, glory to God, of the scriptures might have hope. The word of God produces patience in us and comforts us and, and strengthens us and fills us with hope, right? Amen. And so when you want to encourage yourself in the Lord, get before God, get before him in prayer, get before him in, in, in rejoicing. Get before him and asking him for direction as David did. But also, too, understand that you can't separate God from his word, right? So so Jesus is the word. And so getting before God means also getting in this word. Yes. And understanding that the scripture has been written for you and I, yes. written for us, that we might have hope. Amen. Amen. Now, one last thing, and then we're going to get on up out of here. Um was um in 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 Colossians one and twenty seven mm -hmm. it talks about Christ in you the hope of glory mm -hmm. and in the context of this lesson that that just kept coming up in my mind Christ in you the hope of glory and you know I say this so many times people might get tired of it but it's because it's such a wonderful revelation for me. And it's just something that I just encourage myself in. When we talk about the glory of God, mm -hmm. babe, what's the glory of God again? <laughs> yeah, put you on the spot. No, I'm not putting you on the spot. I'm going to ask you and I'm going to tell you at the same time. Okay. It's, 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 it's the revealed, God's revealed goodness, goodness. In your life. Yes. Right? It's his revealed goodness. And, and again, Let's can we let's 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 do something real quickly. Let's go to and we're gonna leave on this. Let's go to Exodus chapter thirty-three. Let's go to Exodus chapter thirty-three. So Exodus chapter thirty-three. I love this right here.
There's so much I want to read right here. <laughs> Glory to God. See, the word does really encourage you, man. And I, there's so much I want to go, but no, we got we don't have time. So okay. let's just go to verse. Um, God. Let's just go to uh, verse 17. And the Lord said unto Moses, Exodus 33:17, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. And he said, Moses said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. This is where mm -hmm. we get this from, right? Verse 19. And he said, the Lord said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. Mm -hmm. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord. So that's where it got. So when Moses says, show me your glory, God said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. What's he saying? I'm going to reveal my goodness to you. So what's the glory? The glory is God's revealed goodness, yes. right? So, but watch this. Colossians 1 and 27 says, Christ in you is what? The hope of glory. We said that we're trying to work, get, have a working definition of hope. That hope was what? Confident expectation. Yes. So Christ in us is the hope or the confident expectation of glory. Christ is the confident expectation of the revealed goodness of God. Mm -hmm. This is why we got to place ourselves before the Lord. Because when we, and, and here's the wonderful thing, the Christ that, that is the, right, the, the hope, the confident expectation of glory, the revealed goodness of God is where? Mm. In, in you. you. Wow. That's why you and I can encourage ourselves in the Lord. Because Christ is in us. And Christ is the hope of glory. The confident expectation of the revealed goodness of God. Mm. That's good. Glory to God. That's why you and I have the ability to encourage ourselves in the Lord. Amen. And so, again, it's wonderful to have people who can encourage you. It's good. But it's better to know that you have the ability to encourage yourself in God. Christ in you, the hope of glory, the confident expectation of the revealed goodness of God in your life. And if you can tap into that, and as you go through your Ziklag moment, or you go through your Hannah moment, or you're in a situation like Habakkuk, or you're in a situation as is described in Jeremiah, going through heat and drought, you can yet find encouragement and encourage yourself and, yes. and, and, and then be filled with that hope that now gives your faith something to add some substance to, and you won't be defeated by the circumstances in your life. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Because you would have built up your hope. Glory yes. to God. We thank God for this. Amen. Um, pray that um, pray that God has encouraged you tonight. Amen. But uh, we're gonna close now, mm -hmm. and so let let's let's uh, let's close out in prayer. Amen. Praise be unto God. Father, we bless you. Yes, Father. And we yes, just thank Jesus. you, God, for the word that you've shared with us on yes, tonight. Father. We thank you, God, yes. for just letting us know that we have hope in you. And as we put our trust in you, God, that you will 
never let us down, oh God. Yes, as, Lord, as long as we wait on the Lord and, and be of good courage, uh, you will strengthen our heart if we continue to wait on you, God. And Father God, we just know, God, that you are true to your word. And Father God, you have filled us with hope, with a confident expectation. And that, Father, that we will see your goodness yes, in Lord, our lives. You, so, Father God, just help us, oh God, to continue to meditate on this word that you shared with us tonight. To not just say that was good and go about our business, but, Father, to meditate on it. Father, we're yes, even praying for deeper Jesus. revelation yes, of it, Lord. oh God. Father, let the Holy Spirit come and water this word in the name of Jesus that, Father God, that it will go deeper into our soul yes, and Lord. bear up a great harvest of fruit in our lives. Father God, we are serious about living by faith, oh God, because, Father, that is your commandment on our yes, lives. And so, you. Father God, continue to help us to grow in the knowledge of what you are sharing with us. And Father God, not just head knowledge, but let us live it out in our lives yes, every day Jesus. that we can see the power of God and operate in the power of God in the land of the living. Father, we bless you, O oh God, and we give you all the praise and all the glory for what you're doing in our lives. Yes, As Father God, we believe you are moving us forward and upward. And Father, for that, we magnify you and we give you the glory. In Jesus', in Jesus name. name, amen. 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 So praise God tonight. Um, praise God for the word. Pray you're encouraged. And um, look forward to seeing you again. Amen. Amen. I'm looking forward to seeing people. You know what I mean, though? I yes. mean, really seeing people. Amen. Mm -hmm. I think we're getting there. We're going to continue to hold on and, and continue to be wise. Amen. Um, mm -hmm. Continue to do the things that are right to keep ourselves safe. Yes. Um, continue yes. praying and believing. Um, and we know that um, we're, we're, we're going to see the goodness of God yes. again and, and, and be able to see each other again. But <laughs> yes. Amen. Um, but God bless you. We'll see you next time. Um, pray for us. Continue to pray for us, and we'll continue praying for you as well. We love amen. you, and we love the Lord. God bless you tonight.